0: Hello, Engagers. This is Brandy Henry, and I am thrilled to have you listening. This is Engaging on Social Media with Brandy Henry. And I always want to make sure you understand how much I appreciate you listening and sharing the podcast. And It really means a lot, and I do see the numbers as they come in each week and over time, and I thank you for listening and giving the podcast a chance. As always, if you have feedback or ideas, suggestions, questions, please do email me. I include that in the show notes every week. This week, episode 16, is all about overcoming, overcoming, Hmm probably managing living with social media anxiety might be the better topic but that's a very long sentence so we're going to keep with overcoming social media anxiety and it's important to me that everybody can can get on social media and be the best person that they want to be on social media and enjoy it and use it for the tool that it is and i hope that this episode can help you with a few tools and ideas and mindsets to get you further along on that journey. Are we going to overcome all the anxieties associated with social media? Probably not. Um, But if this episode did that for you, woo! I'd be just over the moon. So this podcast has a standard or similar format each time. I really uh, enjoy kind of poking fun at myself a little bit. I find uh, if I step back and observe myself, it's a little bit funny. So we always have a little sidebar about that toward the beginning. And then we get into the meat of the show, which is the topic today is overcoming social media anxiety. And around 20 minutes into the show, we get into a few tidbits, freebies, tools that are online. And I found a few wonderful ones this past week, and I'm just thrilled with them. I can't even believe they're free. Um. yeah, I am so excited. And then I always like to leave you at the end of the podcast with a boost, an uplifting thing, comment, idea, mindset. It's really important to me um, that you know your potential and that you deserve to grow and expand and share all the things that you have learned. Uh, many of you who listen to me have been in your field for a long time and you have so many insights and so, so much to share. And, um, I just hope that you really know that. And I want to encourage you if that is something you want to get out into the world that I'm here to help you do that. All right. So, oh my gosh, just before our sidebar and there's Bella saying hello I want to let you know that I have a newsletter that I send out about three times a month and in it I do as much as I can to fill it with uplifting, helpful information. Of course, it's all related back to things that I do or offer or services or freebies. And In the last one, I included the link to all the notes from the previous episode where we talked about really specific ideas, fill in the blanks sentences on what to say, how to say it. What if you go blank, but you want to say something? So that was available in that newsletter. I often let followers know how they can work with me, Uh, what my rates are, what my services are, and I try to give you a little insight into what's going on in my personal life without it giving away too much about the other people in my family. My boys do not want me to include them on social media and um, newsletters, etc. So I don't, but I do include my husband and my dog. And you can follow me on Instagram at brandywhenry. Uh, That's so funny. That would be a website. My Instagram handle is at Brandy W. Henry. Although that does remind me, if you are building a platform out, in other words, trying to establish yourself digitally in the world, because you have other products or services or ideas you're sharing, you do want to have that same handle everywhere. So like my website is BrandyWHenry.com. My Facebook is Brandy W. Henry, my Instagram is Brandy W. Henry. I think you get the idea. Um, but I will include links to my Instagram account. Um, signing up for the newsletter, which does come with that freebie if you if you missed it last week on how to say it, what to say, some fill-in-the-blank statements for social media. Because there are pretty typical or common posts, and I try to give you several things to say for each one. And that is your freebie for signing up. Let's see. So thank you. Thanks for humoring me through that little bit before we move on. So our sidebar today, oh my goodness. So we... um our routine and our family. I usually am up first. I'm either up at 4.30 or 5, depending on the day or what I have going on. I love mornings. If you do follow me on Instagram, you saw me in a picture uh, like the chemistry elements that said, but first coffee. And that is really true. I love to be up early. I want to have my coffee. Um, people say I'm a morning person and I say I'm a let me have some peace, person. And if I have to get up early, that's what I'll do. <laughs> I don't know if that means I'm a morning person. Probably does. Um, and so my alarm goes off at 5 a.m. or 4:30. And <laughs> yesterday, it's and it, it, the funny part about this is it has happened before, right? You'd think I would prevent this more. It slips between the wall and our bed frame, which is one of those classic Ikea kind of big box with the drawers underneath it. You know, we assembled it ourselves five years ago and that's how it's over. That phone is down there and stuck and the alarm is going off. Do, 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 And I, that's it. I can't get it. I'm happy to realize that my husband, um, because of a shoulder injury will sometimes go sleep on the couch where he can support his shoulder a little better. So I just had to leave it there, but it just cracked me up that I have done this many times and you would think I would do something to prevent that. Uh, So the phone got to wear itself out. And then later when we finally rescued the phone, it let me know that I missed the alarm. (laughs) So uh, all those goofy things happened to me as well. And I'm just glad that I uh, didn't end up suffering my husband through that. All right. On with the show. I really do have a habit of overthinking or worrying or freezing, and those are all anxiety things, right? So as a definition of anxiety, worrying about something that hasn't happened yet or might happen or could happen, I can completely relate. And it really can freeze us on social media, when we do want to engage, when we want to get out there, more hesitant, and you know it can just cause a lot of tension in ourselves. So how do we how do we get over that? I don't know that we get over it, but rather work with it. And I was reading a friend of mine. Uh, I met one of the things as you know, I love about social media is meeting people all over the world. My friend in England, Joel Schuler, he came out with a book. Called Love Your Fear, a quick self help guide to managing anxiety. And what, first of all, what I love about his book is that I know him and that he's not uber duber famous. I hope if that's what he wants, he gets there. But I like that I know him and I can relate to him. And, you know, I know all of this is coming from the heart. So it was um, exciting to me to see when his book came out and how so many pieces of it, as I was reading through it, kind of relate to managing our own anxieties on social media. You know, oftentimes we're worrying about what could happen or what somebody else might say or think. And here is the liberating statement. We, no matter how much we worry or turn cartwheels or chew bubblegum or overthink, we really cannot predict or control or have any influence over what anyone else is going to say or think or decide. And that's it right? So we put stuff out in the world, we do our best, and it is really up to other people how they're going to respond, how they're thinking, and heck, even us, you know, we might think one thing about something happening earlier in the day than we feel about it later in the day. Later in the day for me, everything just feels (laughs) like a disaster, you know, if it's happening later in the evening and I'm tired, right? Whereas during the day, it's just something to handle. Um, And we really can't, you just, we, we have no choice. We can't influence you. You know, so if we can take that off of ourselves, I think that helps a lot. And when we think about putting ourselves out there on social media and remember that you cannot control what other people are going to say or think or how they'll respond, just put out there What you are most proud of, what you believe in saying, and what you feel good about, however anybody else responds to it, that's kind of their business, right? It is nice uh, when somebody is kind and appreciative or adds more to what you have to say to say thanks for that and engage with them in that way. Um, so let's take that off the table first, right? We can't control how others are going to respond or what they're going to think, or if they're going to like it or not. And heck, we don't even know what kind of mood they're going to be in as they come onto social media, right? So all of that out of our control and spending time, too much time worrying about that. mm, I think there's other better things to worry about. Um, at least that's what I've discovered as I get older with children. So when we go to put ourselves out there, as long as you feel good about what you're saying and how you're responding and what your message is, that's what I want you to be concerned with. That's what you can control. And that is what matters, right? So if somebody sees a post or a comment, you can feel good about them screenshotting that or saving it. I am, oh my goodness, when I go on Instagram to check my analytics and I see that a post has been saved by several people, I am right and right now I can feel the goosebumps. I am just tickled that somebody found what I had to put out in the world that helpful or when they share it to their followers. Bella's feeling a little anxious. Um, I, I just think that that's amazing. So when I put my best self out there and somebody finds it helpful enough, just a few people out of you know, hundreds who have seen or liked it, hundreds really, that's a little exaggeration. Um, And if, you know, a handful of people share it, save it, and feel that it was that helpful or screenshot it, and they tell me that, I, that feels really good, right? And if I hadn't taken the risk, if I hadn't put myself out there, if I'd been overworried about what a few, a small, small, small percentage might actually say or think or respond negatively to, then I wouldn't have experienced that positive experience of it being well-received. So I think that's what's really important. And I hope that you know that. I really do believe everybody has a story. Everybody has a, a perspective, a positive message, a helpful tip or tool or career behind them to bring and help others and have a message and a story. And if that's what you want to be doing and that's what you want to be getting out there, do it. Okay. So we, I'm going to recap. We cannot control what other people are going to say, think, or how they're going to respond. So we got to get that out of there. Right. And if we hadn't put our work out in the world, we couldn't have had the experience of other people enjoying it or gaining from it or learning from it. And as you all know, my podcast, Engaging on Social Media, the purpose of it is really, I'm really challenging people and encouraging people and hoping that we can all go on social media and engage the way we wish the entire world did it, right? If we can be someone on social media that other people emulate, that we can start rising above the drama, rising above kind of the 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 petty you know what i mean and be a role model on social media and we can do that one circle one bubble at a time and that expands maybe some of those circles and bubbles will overlap right and who knows if i don't try if i overthink what other people are going to think when i have no control over that i wouldn't be doing this right i'd freeze too much and let me tell you i have done that plenty in my life. So I know, and I can observe myself when I start to do that. So do put yourself out there and take the chance of it being well-received. Another part, thanks, Bella. Another part of Joel's book that I really liked, and then I kind of flipped it. I don't know if I flipped it, translated it. Um, you know, he talks about the doing method. That's pretty early in the book. I believe that was in chapter one. You know, you do a task, that you're worried about doing or have anxiety about and you do it, huh? You realize that's done. Do the next one. And your confidence grows, right? You just keep keep doing it. Keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it for those anxious, anxious things. And I think that really does apply to our interactions on social media because it's really just like going out to the grocery store or a networking event or a dinner party or a neighborhood gathering, a work party, and saying hey, hi. Oh, I saw, you know, you were doing this or that and nice to finally meet you, um, posting, you know, putting our thoughts and ideas out into the world. You know, it's like sending a memo or creating that piece of art. And then we see, huh, that went pretty well. So we do it again and then we do it again and we do it again. And our momentum grows, our confidence grows and it does get easier and easier so that when there's occasional naysayers, there's occasional, um, you know, I get it too, I do deal with um, haters or very overly friendly people, um, some men. (laughs) Uh, I just, you know, I deal with it. But I don't want to not be on social media and miss out on all the positive experiences that I do have. One of the things that I do love is meeting people from all over the world. And if I wasn't willing to take the risk of interacting with people from all over from Africa to India to England to you know the the Middle East and Australia and all over the place and then a few pop out to be just pills I wouldn't have had the positive experience with the others and I really do enjoy I guess you could call that armchair travel um handheld travel since it's on my phone I don't know it's just neat. I like being able to kind of travel and talk to people all over the world without actually traveling. I've done a lot of traveling in my life and <laughs> to be able to sit on my couch and do it from my phone feels really fun. Feels really like a privilege actually. A real privilege. So that um so comment posts just like you're putting your hand out there to shake, saying something nice it goes pretty well. Do it again, do it again, do it again build up some momentum. And that is really what dealing with anxiety, whether it's on social media or anywhere else is really about, right? Is just saying, yep, I feel nervous. I'm going to do it anyway. Why not? This next person could be my next friend, right? We don't know. We got to put ourselves out there. And I will talk about one other part. I have basically been talking about mindset and some action items, some realizations. I um, also want to talk about how sometimes we need to, to stop and recognize that our brains are wired, right, to protect ourselves. And sometimes that can go, sometimes it's great. Like, I feel like I have pretty good instincts for how to read people and, um, But, you know, when I'm home in the safety of my house and I can just turn that social media bit off, I'm actually pretty safe. (laughs) So, um, and and of course there are exceptions and I'm sure somebody, um, you know, is thinking of one right now. But in the big picture, we really are more, um, what's more safe, safer or have more control over our own well-being when we interact on social media than we might give ourselves credit for. So don't give that power away to yourself. It is one thing if you're out at 2 a.m. on a Friday night, you know, and it's dark and you've lost your friends. That's that's a whole nother safety concern. But you know, most of us are either at work or sitting in the pickup line uh, for our kids' school, or we're at home and. That risk of putting yourself out there on social media, of saying hi, of interacting, putting your work out there, ultimately, you're probably going to be pretty safe. Most of the things you're going to deal with are more annoying. So just something to think about. And I hope that uh, these things that I've shared with you today help you move forward with your experience engaging on social media, right? All right. And now that I have filled your ears with all of that, I'd love your feedback or comments or questions, or if we should expand on this topic later. The next uh, few episodes I have planned out, I'm getting better at this podcast planning. Next episode, episode 17, I'm going to go deeper into a previous episode I called GIO, which was taking a guerrilla interest in others. And I'm going to expand on that talk a little bit more and I'm going to fold in also that rising above episode. And if you have any comments or questions or anything that felt left out from those episodes, I'd love to hear. And again, my email will be on, uh, in the show notes with links now episode 18. So I have decided on the twos and the eights. So like the 12, 18, 22, 28, et cetera, I'm going to do practicals, and those episodes might be longer than others. And practicals, what do I mean? And I mean things like, what does this button do, that button, and if I save it over here, what happens? So it's kind of the techie stuff, the tech side. And the next time we do a practicals episode, which will be episode 18, so that's two from this one, we're going to talk about Instagram vernacular, because many of you know, You want to tell a story on Instagram, but do I do that in stories or do that? I do that on IGTV. Where does the video go? What does this button do? So Instagram definitely has its own vernacular and it can be confusing. And, um, I get that, you know, I totally get it. Um, we're going to also do what has it been like with friending on Facebook? I have been very open lately to accepting friendships from all over the world. And how has that been going? mostly good, a few hiccups. And we'll talk about that and what to do or how to manage it or ideas. So what does that mean with all the friending on Facebook, right? And so I want to know what questions or comments you might have for that episode. So send those to me. The other thing we'll talk a little bit about is scheduled posting. This weekend I have uh Finally, I don't know if the whiteboard is finally, but I have gotten on to later.com, which is a scheduling platform. And there are a lot of scheduling platforms out there. How how why am I using this one right now? Because it has a free level. And I am still at the point in my business where I need to be careful how many paid for things I'm using. Um Bella, hey, come here. Thank you. Um, and so later Later later.com is, has a free level and I'm experimenting with that. And I will let you know how that goes in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully right about now there's a post being done for me. We'll see. Um, I want to see how that goes. It's supposed, it does Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. And of course those are all different platforms with different personalities and different vernacular. And that needs to be, it should be respected. So anyway, I'll talk about that on the, on two episodes from now. If you have any questions about Instagram vernacular, friending and that, and the messaging on Facebook and then scheduling and specifically any questions with the app later, let me know. I will, as you know, in my show notes, have links to that. All right. We need to move on. Oh my goodness. I'm going to go over my 25 minutes. Here we are. Oh my gosh. I have found, like I said earlier, I found a couple tidbits some freebies that are just fantastic. If you have not heard of SlideShare, go check it out. SlideShare.com. So much great information to learn from other people. I do like YouTube, but sometimes people go too fast for me. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, stop, back, stop, back, stop, back. Um, what I like about Sh- SlideShare is the visuals, right? Um, right. Here, I'm just telling you about it. It's like a PowerPoint at your own pace. I am. So excited! I love to learn, and if there's a skill I'm trying to build, ah, uh, where can I learn it's inexpensively or is free? While my business is, I'm still at the point where I have the time. I mean, I I do work on the weekends, so on move on, Brandy. Right? So SlideShare, go check it out. Great resource for learning. And then if you need transcription, holy smokes, Otter, O T T E R dot Six, up to 600 minutes of free transcription, and I am thrilled with the quality. I'm not going to just cut, copy, paste, and put it up as a blog post. No, you need to go in and edit and things, but I am thrilled with otter.com, O-T-T-E-R. You can use it in many ways, whether you've had a meeting at work and somebody's recording it and you want it transcribed instead of having somebody taking notes, use Otter com. You can upload that recording, the audio, or you can have it transcribing during your meeting. I do, you know, everyone, you might be thinking, well, why not just use Google uh, voice and text voice to text? Um, hmm. Let's just say I like Otter better. It's a little smoother. Uh, works better for me. Nothing against Google's uh, voice to text. If that works for you and what you're doing, fantastic. All right. I got to wrap this up the boost, the booster. Be the vision you'd like to see on social media. You really do have something to give and share and insights and a positive vibe that matters. The other thing I want to share with you, just like my friend Joel did, you really can write a book. It does not need to be 250-page novel with excellent you know story arc and plot points and etc you really can put out a book that is 70 to 90 some odd pages nonfiction well structured and that is valuable information we are getting now to a point where when we think about purchasing investing in getting involved within any type of learning a lot of us want it to get right to the point or relatable. We need it to be short. We, um, there's a lot of choices out there and not that I don't like those deep dive books. If it's a subject that's really important to me or deeper and more interesting, sometimes I want a book that, you know, as this one was my friend Joel's is, is shorter. It's very relatable. It's, uh, action oriented to the point explains himself quickly. And I, you know, I love, if you have a PhD, I really wish I had done mine. Um, I chose not to, I wish I had, but I don't need PhD level thesis detail Um, oftentimes when I'm trying to learn something new. So you can also do it. If you are thinking about getting a book out into the world, you really can. It's more a matter of sitting down, getting it done. I'm working on an ebook. I'm super excited about it. I think it's going to be like 40 to 50 pages. With lots of white space. <laughs> um, you can do it too. You really can, if it's on your mind. Think about like breaks in your schedules that might be coming up, the holidays, things like that. Thank you so much for listening. I have now gone almost two or three minutes over my promised twenty-five uh, minute structure, and I appreciate you hanging on. I uh, I'm here for you. Send me those emails. Send me those questions and I will include them in future shows. And thank you for sharing the show with other people. I, I really appreciate it. Okay, I'll let you go now. Take care. Bye-bye.